welcome to Life Pairings, where two Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libations. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lysing. And, and this is Life, life Pairings. Because life is hard. So pair it with alcohol. They've got the ball. It's flying down the pitch. The goalie is ready. Here's the kick. And today's life pairing is soccer with Tenant's Lager. We discuss yellow, the hoops, and haggis. Ooh. Yeah, dude. It's fun. We have a special guest. Yay. Special guest on the cast. <laughs> always uh, beloved. Always spoke about. Uh, mm-hmm. She's done it before. I give you the very funny, the, uh, (laughs) (laughs) go on, Uh incredibly intelligent, very good looking, (laughs) Lena F. Newman. Ah, thank you. That's an intro. Thank you very much. You're welcome. It's been a while since I've, uh, chatted to you guys. Um, on the podcast, on the podcast, (laughs) in real life, it's uh, pretty common to just, uh, we're we're together a lot, and um, this is uh, uh, truly the ninth conversation we've had this week. But we're getting <laughs> we're pretty- and and both of us got taken to a soccer game. This week yeah, by Lena on separate days. On separate, right days. in the last week or so, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lena's got seasons tickets to uh, Calgary FC, the Cavalry, uh, the Cavalry FC, um, and it's a fun experience. Freaking dope. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, Calgary hasn't had a soccer team in like a thousand years or ever, have they? Mm, not a professional team. Not in the... So this is the CPL. Yeah. And this is kind of the first um, professional team that they've had yeah. um, in Canada. So I think it's made of eight or nine teams across Canada. Um, but it's huge for soccer. Yeah. To have yeah. that level here here and oh my god the games are so fun oh my god they're i can't recommend them enough they're (laughs) if you're somebody they're literally just lunatic crazy (laughs) yeah and they're not that expensive like they're not they're fucking dynamite if you and and honestly if you're like looking to take your kids somewhere if you're looking to do something on the cheaper end of things like flames games i'm a huge hockey fan but they're not they're just like not an affordable thing to do for an entire family no not really unless you sit way way up and then yeah, it's kind of not fun for kids and yeah so it's uh this honestly it's so fun and i've got to go to a couple uh in the previous seasons before covid mm-hmm. and i find <laughs> the bought- one season they had the before one- covid <laughs> it's yeah. very very new league very yeah. very brand new and i finally got my jersey this year so i'm pretty psyched about that that's yeah. exciting looking I sharp hat. yeah carla got a hat because it's only my first time i can't you know Got to earn that jersey. Got it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I uh, drank enough beers and yelled enough to embarrass myself, so I don't think I'm welcome back for a couple of months. But the jersey- uh, after I was in the same section, I think you're totally welcome back. I think you're fine. I dropped. <laughs> I dropped like three beers, or t- I dropped two beers, and then uh, so ne- anytime I ordered a beer, the whole section was like. Is she gonna drop it? <laughs> yeah, they were like ranting and singing, and oh, Brittany no. was shamed, but it was all in good fun. It was I, all in good fun. It was. I, I, I like to think it was. Yeah, I hope. I hope it was my initiation. Um, Absolutely. 
It was my. Uh, <laughs> you're just trying to drink a beer. To section two hundred three. Yeah, I I <laughs> dropped a few beers and then I finally made it through the fourth one without dropping and. Uh. Uh, it was cheered. It was be- when I finally drank that last one and didn't get spilled. <laughs> I did receive good encouragement. Oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's very good. You're fully good, accepted. Good community. Oh. Yeah, dude. What soccer mean? Uh, I guess we'll start with Lena. What does soccer mean to yeah. you, dude? You grew up playing. Um. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of soccer. I guess for me, I do just like the game. I've always liked playing it. It's the only team sport I ever played. But I also like the just the atmosphere. And just everything that comes with going to a game, mm-hmm. like the singing, the crowds, oh, man. like it's such like a community, like it really is. And it's, yeah, that's my favorite, my favorite thing. That's my favorite thing to do <laughs> <laughs> these days. <laughs> I didn't, I grew up watching Lena play soccer. I never played soccer and I was never overly interested in watching professional. It's so, I'm so into it now. Yeah. I like. Yeah. I can get on board with any sport, but I also just like when there's a local affiliation that you can like really just get involved in and be part of. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, and Lena lived. Lena was born in Scotland, so she's I got, was. She got real uh, roots to to the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Except for I wasn't. I was actually born in Aberdeen, which is. I should be cheering for a different team, but the Rangers is that who it is? Uh no, just Aberdeen. Oh, they're called F- Aberdeen, like FC. Oh, I think the Rangers are Edinburgh. Mm, the Rangers are Glasgow as well. Oh, they are Glasgow. Same as so. So that's the big rivalry. Is oh, the, we'll, we'll get into that. Oh, we'll, we'll get. Yes. And how about you, Carla? What is what does it all mean to you? So I'm going to be a little controversial here. I boy, I grew up playing, and then I married a Scott yeah. who works for uh, yes. FIFA video games. Yeah, <laughs> making the so soccer sweet. games. Uh. And I don't like football. I don't like watching it. I don't or soccer. Sorry, um, I don't know. I, I in saying that though, Lena and I were watching the um, what were we watching, Lena? The Euro um, on the television. <laughs> oh, Euro Euro Cup, yeah, Euro Cup, yeah. And that was really fun and really exciting. I well, think yeah, that's just because it's kind of a slow game, and I obviously don't have enough patience for it. Maybe. It's not for everyone. No, but... And for uh, me, most of the time, the biggest thing is watch, like, being with the audience. And, like, right. It right. honestly is. Like, it, that's kind of the best part. I mean, sometimes we go to games, like, I think the one that we went to, Carla, it was, like, no score. Yeah. No, And we were just, you know, singing and chanting and... Yeah, I like that. There's a lot I of like eating, ch- drinking, being married. <laughs> I don't like the song where when somebody falls down, they go, die, die, die. No, no. They, oh, they, let, him, let him die. Let him die. Let him yeah. die. Let him die. Because it's a joke about how the guy's being a sissy motherfucker. Oh, like, and like, I know of the parlance of all of this, especially because I used to, all, the other thing too is I think because I lived in Britain for like seven years, I got a lot of like football myths in the, in the world. Well, yeah, in my world, sure. and everybody was a big fan, but no one cheers for the same team, so it's very confusing. <laughs> right? Did you go to any um, like Premier League games? Carla? I got to go to a Man United and Man City game. Oh, Man- excellent! Manchester. Yeah, so that was very exciting. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's weird. We should mention that even though we're pairing this with beer, if you are—I don't know if it's just in the UK or in all of Europe. You cannot drink at the games. 
Mm, yeah, I don't know if it's all. Yeah, I don't know if it's all Europe or what, but yeah, it is a rule. <laughs> I wonder of why. Hooliganism. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we'll talk much about the hooliganism, but that's a. It's a little rough. They can't like be sat together. Like you think hockey fans are like violent? They're not. Hockey fans have never been ever associated with any violence. (laughs) No, they're fine. Except for when Vancouver lost the Stanley Cup or whatever, and they blew up the city, burned their own city. They were like, "We're so (laughs) mad." Like, yo, you live on this street, dude. That's your car. (laughs) Yeah, that was wild when they. This is an insane reaction to you. But they losing. weren't in the stadium, I suppose. They didn't, the... but they didn't like burn the op- opposition's jerseys. They didn't beat up any of their fans. No, they no just one was re- stabbed. They just wrecked a bunch of things with the hockey. They just they just smashed run. windows and blew up their own cars. Yes, <laughs> everyone was like, "I hope you got insurance, dum dums." Um, but yeah, so there and there've been incidences. I didn't. I don't think we'll talk about them. But they, yeah, they they've been. Generally, they have to be. If you're a fan of one team, you have to be sat in a different section than uh, mm-hmm. anybody from the other team. And because, like, you can't like lots of people will go and travel to see their teams, especially in the Premier League, because it's like maybe four towns over, or whatever. Right. Whereas, like in in hockey, maybe this is a different for American football, but like I don't know how much people travel for American football to go see their teams. But usually, you, you're in the stands you're mostly one team whereas i don't think that's so much the case with soccer oh right. like, yeah like they tr- like yeah the su- the supporters will the supporters oh if you're group a, or whatever they travel a lot. for the, yeah. ca- the for the saskatchewan rough riders they seem to just show up in every city <laughs> that is true <laughs> even that if the, true. even if the team isn't playing they will still I, wear a watermelon on their head yeah. i did see someone in a rough riders jersey at the uh, cfl game i went to and they were not they were not playing no, they were, they're just like I, I feel like they're like we're here to celebrate the the game is going, but I want you to know I am not in either of your corners. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. uh, just here for the throwing of the ball. Uh, so I found an article uh, about the psychology of. Ah. Uh, I kind of was I wanted to get into like why people love it so much mm-hmm. and what makes them a little bit like, Nuts. you know. Yeah, not so. <laughs> I think um, that's fine. I think that's okay to say that. So they sort of say it boils down to the group psychology and identity uh, that people, they sort of derive the meaning from belonging to different groups. So we hmm. define part of who we are by the groups that we belong to. So like, this is like just so ingrained and especially in European culture, because if you think about even how cities are built and like how close together things are, like there's a million little identities here in Canada. I, we're not as close together. There's not as many of us. We're not, it's not 8 million fucking years old. Yeah. So there's just like <laughs> right. these long lasting, you know, associations with the town you're from and the people you're, you know, you cheer with. So it kind of goes deeper than just like, it's a soccer team and they wear red. <laughs> right. You know, they're yeah. like, I've been cheering for this team for a thousand years and yeah, I, my, everyone in my family since the dawn of time <laughs> has cheered for this team. And then, <laughs> you know, as like Lena mentioned, with, you know, even two teams existing in the same city, which ha- there's quite a lot of. And then mm-hmm. you mentioned there's Man U and Man, what? Man City. Man City. Man city. So there's Man U, uh, Manchester United, Manchester uh, City, and that's, they're the same, like, but the, 
they're so divided. And the fights that happen between the city rivalries are bigger than like Germany and France, which should be insane. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. And like London, obviously London has, what do they have? They have Arsenal, they have. Oh, uh, they've got like six teams. They've got yeah, so like Hotspur, Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah, Crystal Palace. Yeah, yeah but yeah, they've got like six teams in their city, which is nuts. That is so. Nuts. And I know people like, that you know they would go wherever their team was playing if it was you know within a couple like a couple hours. Which I mean, uh, European cities are all very close. So that's another thing too that kind of like it die it becomes a part of it is like the opposing team can show up in droves, right? And that's very it is very frustrating and maddening. Like I know for hockey, for me personally, when the when the half the audience is Habs fans mm-hmm. in a Calgary arena, I'm embarrassed for us. Right. Like I start getting a little defensive. Like when they <laughs> have when the Habs score and there's like a bigger cheering section than there is a Flames cheering section, yeah. I'm like, get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like I start getting a little defensive. So I can imagine if that's you know the regular situation. It, it all these things just add to the fire so you're all this deep rooted connection with your team it's like familial it's like oh my god like my great grandfather cheered for this team it starts yeah. to become ingrained in your identity and it starts to become a part of like who you are so you don't want to losing that is like a, it's you know it's human nature to defend whatever group you're a part of so they actually did a pretty famous a psychology experiment that was done in the 70s that was called the minimal group uh paradigm paradigm and they were trying to figure out what were the minimal conditions for establishing group uh, membership and they found that using the most arbitrary criteria you can create categories of groups that and people and they will slowly start identifying with those groups no matter how arbitrary they are so for example if i get half of the room in a red t-shirt and half the room in a yellow t-shirt people who have a yellow t-shirt will start identifying with the other people who are wearing yellow t-shirts Oh. Even though even though they have nothing in common with those individuals or any, like, background with these people, they slowly start l- disliking the group with the red t-shirts. And it's how, like, intergroup conflicts get started. Right. So it kind of, like, it sort of dates back to, like, evolutionary history. Uh, because people that are living in groups, it's very normal for these processes of characterizations, they say. Identification and comparison are quite normal. So... This is rude. This is like inherent in human, the human condition is that we just find likenesses. So like truly like having a different Jersey color makes you, you physically respond to that. Right. So interesting. And I, yeah, that kind of like, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Like how crazy do we all get when we all were wearing the same Jersey to like certain events? Yeah. Or especially if you're like out of town. Yeah. So they they say too like crazy. They say too like so with uh soccer or football whatever you are whatever you call it wherever you're from uh they say like just the just the atmosphere like even just the structural con- uh, conditions of like mm-hmm. the arena of like yeah. where you're sitting they enhance this whole thing. So not only are you wearing different colored t-shirts so it's easy to spot a different like a a member of not your group. Um, you're sitting on different sides and you're yelling at each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it like all you're you're yeah. honestly like fighting like with our animalistic nature, which well, is also, like like a lot of times you're squashed into a smaller area too. So there's this, which I guess breeds that almost a bit of a community. But I also just 
it's like being on a plane. You're uncomfortable, so you're more likely to maybe get a little agitated. Yeah. Or feel more connected. Yeah. Yeah. You're totally. like you're you then kind of truly you almost become a physical part of everybody. If you're yeah. if everyone's arms are touching, like I I really wonder what the sort of psychosomatic um repercussions are like having people or sort of like you know even response rather not repercussions of just like your your physical body touching somebody else's body Mm -hmm. how that your shared connection then gets bigger because like when you're sitting in those stands like yeah everyone's arms are touching each other right yeah it's like you're you've become one yeah it's like when you're on a plane the plane's delayed and everyone is just like like yeah everyone's like gets together (laughs) i like fuck this pilot yeah (laughs) fuck this plane um (laughs) so sort of like so then they try to like explore why specifically the hooligans hooliganism is worse in soccer yeah and it's just i think because it's it's one of those sports where it's so like you know, there's so many people and so many fans and they're like, well, and it's so part of your, like you said, it's so part of your identity. I mean, like so many people, you know, they're, you know, in their top three personality parts, you yeah. know, they'll be like, well, I'm an accountant, I'm an Arsenal fan and I have three kids. Yeah. Well, and, and this is like, this is to me, it's very fun. This is kind of the part I enjoyed the most is is a little bit like even though no one's fighting here at these like this minor level of <laughs> fucking soccer <laughs> right. in Calgary. No. There still is the the spirit is there. The spirit right. of like the chants and the drums and the smoke bombs and the right. everything that's happening is kind of getting you fired up. I can't be tra- I can't say for myself if people started swinging I wouldn't join because I right. think it would be fun. Like right. in my head I'm like, yeah. "Oh yeah, that's how group things get started like that." Yeah. It's just like one person starts it and before it was just yelling, but now it's like shoving, you know what I mean? Like, and you just kind of follow suit. Like we're not as smart as we think we are as a species. <laughs> we're all dumb animals. Right. So like one cow yeah. starts running, everyone stampedes. And it's right. a little like mob mentality too, right? Like, Yeah. Like that time they cut off that dude's head at oh. a soccer match in Brazil, I think it was. Yeah. What? Just a ref. Yeah. They the... like dismembered. What? And it was like minor, like what we would probably consider beer league soccer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. May and he they... rest in peace. That's and they put so his head horrible. on. That's they horrible. put his head on a stake, dude. What? They what? Absolutely. This is in 1822? Oh, like, no, this was like five years ago. 2015. Oh <laughs> Very shit. Pre-pandemic, we were different people. Right. Now we'll be fine. Surely we've all come together. (laughs) I feel like we'll be worse. No one knows how to behave now. But yeah, so yeah, I mean just the it's not that anybody's different, it's just sort of the spirit is that is there and that's been part of the culture for so long. And so it does tend to get out of hand. And that's why they eliminate booze probably and (laughs) make everybody sit in their own sections and yeah. They're they're seemingly trying to deter it from happening. Yes. absolutely yeah One of you, the also, you also wouldn't want to not sit not with your people yeah. like you're allowed to you can sit wherever you want but you would not ever want to do that yeah i can't imagine it would be fun because like people get stabbed and shit at those games like <laughs> like they still do no yeah it's not nothing's really changed i much. remember like recently i think this was like even just last year one of the managers of celtic i don't know the team wasn't doing good or something and a bunch of 
fans, well, not fans, like, bombed his house. Like, his, they lit what? his car on fire and his... <laughs> oh, crazy, man. That's, like, like it's so just, extreme. It's so, no, it is. It's, it's way too extreme. Well, because it's, then it's outside of the stadium. You're not even playing. You're not even part of that. No, like, you're just, like, like, so insane. But it's yeah. also, too, like, I think there's a there's a slight bit of mental illness i'm certain mixed into all of that with yes. if you have a million fans surely some of them are going to be a little unhinged for sure. right and looking for a reason to do a bad thing that's just like anything like yeah you know you take 100 people there's going to be a percentage there that are going to be a little unhinged and make crazy decisions you can't you know base the entire i don't think no that... no not at all it just crazy shit happens wild shit yeah. happens when you got a million fans yeah mm-hmm. there's a i just watched today at the malice at the palace which is not uh soccer it's nba but um about fans throwing beer and then um a bunch of pacers players jumped into the stands and an entire like what they called like melee like broke out and like riot Holy. so yeah that's oh crazy God. it's and always crazy when like there's <laughs> like big team yeah. Like when the players get involved. The goddamn yeah. Donnybrook fired up. <laughs> Do you ever heard firing up a Donnybrook cover? No. What's that mean? Oh, he was just a rambunctious player. And he used to get the stands all crazy and get everybody all fucking fired up. So they named it like fights after him in hockey. They'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, get enough. Do- Actually, I'm not sure. I think it was. It might be soccer. Firing up a Donnybrook. Yeah. Yep. Um, Anywho. Well, it could work Ooh. either way. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got for us today? Lena's, we have a little guest uh, spot in here. Going to talk a little bit about the history of uh, the Celtics. Okay. So bear with me here. I did a ton of research. <laughs> uh-huh. Good, good. <laughs> yeah. So I'm talking about Celtic FC because they are my favorite team. It's funny, my grandparents actually weren't big soccer fans, but my grandma was uh, raised in Glasgow. That's kind of why I picked that. Like, I love I love Glasgow a lot. I love the the city. It's like my favorite city ever. So what do we what do we have your to say? Aren't your are your parents? No, Glasgow my so my dad's Australian and my mom was born in England, but she very much considers herself Scottish because of her parents. Right. Um. So it the last you know, a million times we've gone to the UK, we've always just pretty much gone to Glasgow and area. So I kind of adopted the team as my own. (laughs) Yeah, well, they they lived off of the the coast of Glasgow. Yep. In a little place called Isle of Butte. So it was like, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, lots of people there cheering for for that team for sure. Yeah. And a lot of Rangers supporters too. So the Celtic are, they're one of two Glasgow teams. I think we were talking about that earlier. Um, the other team being the Rangers. So the club was, it was founded in 1887. So lots oh, wow. of history there. And the purpose was to alleviate um, poverty in the immigrant Irish population in the East End. Oh, wow. So there's tons of Irish, like if you go to a game, there's Irish flags everywhere. They have a huge Irish support. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And I think their main... Because everything is like bait, like there's so much religious stuff over there. They're more, yeah. they're like the Catholic team, yeah. And Rangers would be like the Protestant, the Protestant team. team. That makes right. sense. Mm-hmm. Well, I was talking about this with a buddy the other day, 
and that travel over to kind of Newfoundland. He's from Newfoundland. And he said that public, like, Protestant kids and Catholic kids couldn't even meet each other at their schools. Like, mm. that's how, like, that's how far it carried. It still was happening here in Canada based on that, like, old stuff, which is still happening in the UK and still happening in Ireland, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else? They've got uh, a couple nicknames. The Boys. B-H-O-Y-S. Oh. <laughs> um, and The Hoops. Because what? they have a... Uh, I was going to say, why the hoops? The hoops is because their jerseys, like a lot of jerseys, are like rings. It looks like hoops. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. So that's where that okay. came from. <laughs> um, they play in Celtic Park, which is in the east end of Glasgow. And the capacity of that stadium is about 60,000. So much larger than like, if we're making comparisons because we're in Canada, I think the Saddle Dome has like maybe 20,000. Jesus Christ. Hmm. Something like that. So it's quite big. Yeah. And it's like sold out every time. They have a huge love for it in that city. And Rangers are the same. I think the Rangers field is actually bigger. And they'll just kill each other over the shit. Well, I can remember I did the worst thing, which was uh, bought a a David Beckham England jersey and Uh then uh, put it on at dinner. And uh, came down the stairs, and we were we were in on on the islands. We were outside of Glasgow. We were in Scotland, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, wore it to dinner. And Lena's grandpa was like, uh, "I don't know about you, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't wear that out, and I wouldn't wear it to dinner tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And you're actually like, and Carly, you'd remember this. Like, you're not really allowed to wear any jerseys. Like, you can't wear colors in pubs, right? Because it starts fighting. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. was yeah. guilty. Even, even on the island, like, population, not very many people. Um, the little pubs, like, you cannot wear a jersey in there. No, like, that's... They'll kick you out. That's what the... <laughs> so that's what Lena's grandpa told me. He was like, look, I mean, honestly, you're, you're not even allowed to wear that to the bar. You, you won't have... You have to take it off. Because he was like, you're right. going to get kicked out. They won't, like, they're not going to scream in your face if you're not from there. But they'll be like, hey, like, there's just no jerseys allowed in here. Yeah. yeah. It's just well, a, you know, it's, a standard it's rule, right? Unless you go to, like, a specific club or bar, sorry, that represents that club. Like, when my mom and I went to Celtic Park to see a game, we did go to a Celtic pub, which is oh, right yeah, outside sure, like, the before stadium. before the game, too, right? Because that's the only place you can drink. Yeah, for sure. But you wouldn't want to go to, like... You'd only want to go to certain pubs, right? Right. So um, it's very much like a, uh, yeah, like a weird religious thing. Just not even is. in terms of like that is religious in terms of like it's very separate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so yeah. It's they do not get along. <laughs> 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 they do not associate. They do not associate. Um, uh, but it, but actual religious ties. That's what that's what uh, surprised me. I didn't realize there was actual religious ties to it. Where it's like this team was the Protestant team, this team was the Catholic team. Yeah, and like even Very though that's phasing out, it's still rooted. Yeah. People still have grandparents, you know, and those like those ideologies are still being instilled in them for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, how about a little uh, move us to the future? Oh, okay. Shall I? Um, yes, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, I have, uh, I have to tell you, it's uh, exciting news. The Calvary, the Cavalry FC have moved on to the Canadian champ quarterfinal Woo! with a 2-1 win over FC Edmonton. 
Yay! Uh, Boo Edmonton! Uh, FC stands for fucking cunts for Edmonton. <laughs> but <laughs> That's exactly what it stands for. But in uh, Calgary, yeah. it stands for uh, football club. So yeah. it's just a minor. That's a, actually, I didn't fucking want to. Fucking cool. Yeah, football fucking, club. fucking cool guys. FC, FC. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to do facts early on, but I, I thought everyone should know that. Um, <laughs> it was a good base to start. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. So, uh, yeah, uh, our our boy Mason scored uh, with a header in the 31st minute uh, to put the Calgary Base Club ahead uh, to their provincial rival- rivals at Edmonton's Clark Field. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. Yeah. And that uh, pair, like when they those, those two teams play each other, they're called it's called the el classico oh no it's like alberta, a lot of alberta classic in hockey el classico in soccer i think so well i think <laughs> yeah it probably has something to do with that but i think it also is something to do with some european scottish thing or sorry european football thing <laughs> <laughs> uh let me give you my favorite cheer from the uh the calgary club Okay. Mm-hmm. Tommy, Tommy, give, give us, us a wave. wave. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, give, give us a wave. wave. <laughs> Which is uh, uh, the coach, he will stop and he will salute section 203. Aww. He will. Uh, given the time is right. So it's always That's my, right. it's the most, uh, it's just the most, uh, what's the word? Innocent thing. You know, yeah. it's so nice. Yeah, that's a good cheer. <laughs> that's a good that's one. That's a nice one. I got to say, too, though, I love when they go, let them die, let them die, let them die. Because <laughs> it's just so Ooh. funny watching somebody out Brittany there being like, would. my ankle. You it's like, would, Brett. <laughs> my dad used to tell me in hockey, if I laid there, he'd call, he'd better hope that a stretcher was coming to get me. Because if my neck wasn't broken, what an embarrassment to the family I would be if I laid on that oh. fucking ice. Oh, absolutely. I literally like went off with what I thought was a broken foot several times mm. and would just hobble over like yeah. a goddamn man. So you know what? <laughs> <laughs> and when they scream that, there's a fire in me that like lets loose where I'm like, yeah, get up. Yeah. Hey, if you didn't want to play. Part of the game is like them trying to pull fouls. That's all they're doing. Yeah. 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 Um, It's part of the, like it, course they want the foul it also gives them because the, the clock doesn't stop yeah it gives them time for a break sometimes it, it's like pretty strategic i mean it looks pathetic but yeah there's sometimes there's a reason for doing it which is even that's why everyone's like get the fuck yeah up. everyone's we like stop wasting doing. time and like yeah. all this oh, shit yeah. it's just, but you what, can get the time back at the thing. end they will like give injury time right yeah, yeah. you get Ex- um extra time extra stoppage time. time but sometimes like because these guys don't stop a lot of them you they don't. Yeah. They play for the whole time. It really is just get a break at that moment. Yeah, I think just I read somewhere that they yeah. run like an. I, and I didn't write this down, but it's like they run an average of like nine miles a game or something. Oh, it's insane. Probably because yeah. if I mean, most of the team doesn't sub at all because you can only have no. five subs. So most of the team plays for ninety minutes. Yeah, not straight, yeah. but which is, but that's a lot of running. Hmm. It's just like when you're watching the Olympics and then somebody just like fucks up a flip and you're like, what a loser. And it's like, oh, you, oh, you can flip like that. You could go off a 25 foot high ski jump and do five flips. Yeah. And you're like, no, but I'm just saying. It's like this. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) It's like, get off your fucking ass and do something. Um, Well, we're all, we're all experts and judges after we've watched 15 minutes of any kind of sport. So. 100%. I do feel like that. Yeah. I do. And you know what? All, 
like I'm just there drinking beer, spilling it all over the place, telling people <laughs> to get up, get up and just get running, getting songs <laughs> sung after her. Like, yeah, she, will she drop it? Yes, yeah, she will. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that is uh, that was my breaking news story, you guys. Very nice, very nice. Should we uh, should we go into the more exciting bit, the drink? Oh, I oh. think so. Uh, Lena picked this one. Uh, <laughs> this is the uh, tenant uh, lager. I did pick it. I thought it went. I mean, not that you can drink at a stadium, but it, it's kind of it's a Scottish Budweiser. It's very popular in in Scotland. It's you can get it anywhere. Um, and it's quite tasty. Like it's pretty. It's just a lager, so it's yeah, very popular though. And it is uh, the brewery itself is on Duke Street at the east end of Glasgow, Scotland. Ooh. It was founded in 1740 on the bank of the Moldener Burn by Hugh and Robert Tennant. So it's co-owned by CC Group, which was purchased at the Tennant Collodian Brewery Substair. Oh, this is so information you probably don't need. I'm like, <laughs> do I need to find? Do you need to I hear need their subs- TSX number? What's their number on Subs- the, the brewery subsidiary? Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so the company produces Tenants Lager, uh, Scotland's marked leading brand of pale lager since it was first produced at the Well Park Brewery in 1885. So it's literally been like the leading lager since 1885. That's crazy. <laughs> so the brewery has been running since 1740, and then they created this this beer, the actual pale lager, in 1840, was it? Right. Wow. That's so, yeah. Um, so it's just a, it's a, just a traditional pale ale. It was developed, in like they said, the mid-19th century. And... It's kind of just like, I don't know. It's honestly just tastes like fucking Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just easy yeah. to drink. You can find yeah. it anywhere. Which um, is ideal for a football game because you don't want anything super heavy. No. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You don't want anything too, like, yeah, heavy or hoppy or. Yeah. Too or high alcohol. Hoppy, which is what I had. Alcohol content. <laughs> the what, sorry? <laughs> Oh, the oh, grasshopper, of, right? Oh, grasshopper. Oh, yeah. That's the only like beer they have, and it's fine, but I don't know. It's not. It's, it's not everyone's cup of tea. It's just a yeah. light lager, is it not? What's Isn't a it a little bit hoppy though? It's a wheat beer, so I don't know what yeah. that means. It's basically you're drinking bread. Yeah, it's not hoppy at all. In, but it's very it's heavy. heavy. It's heavy. It's very heavy. It's a heavy beer. Yeah. Like I, I like usually I have a system for all my different. Well, I have a system for ho- watching hockey for beer to hockey periods. Okay. We do two first period, one second period, one third period. Also, those are like the mega beers. Um, oh, that's for football, a good I didn't know what to do. <laughs> for soccer, sorry, I didn't know what to do. Oh, here's what me and Lena did. Every time somebody walked by, we got two. There you go. So that was really dependent on the guy selling them schedule. <laughs> we really didn't have it. We didn't have any sort of a. Uh... We were basically an embarrassment to the section. Oh, you know what? We're legends. I also I don't know yet. I also offered. I offered the bus driver to take us to the lighthouse, and I offered him sexual favors. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "He oh, remembered no. you." Well, he oh. remembered Lena. No good. Uh, yeah, they were like <laughs> the, the people running like the commuter bus were like, "Welcome back!" And I was like, "Oh God!" 
You're like, I'm so sorry. What the fuck did we say to you? I oh, I I, you know what the import the unfortunate part is like I remember I recall it all, and I was like, I wish that it was just a more of a blackout so I can just be like, oh, you know what, I just don't remember. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like I should go around with it, just like honestly, like handing out a rose like the bachelor just being like i so i am apologize i apologize for everything i said and did will you accept this rose will you accept this rose bus driver on me and my friend's behalf please don't touch me i'm like i can't promise anything yeah that's right we might be banned from games yeah well we'll see what happens um no i'm kidding (laughs) Uh, carla do you have any interesting facts I do. So a couple of interesting facts about uh, tenants. It makes up approximately 60% of the uh, logger market in Scotland. So it is very, it is very much the Budweiser of, of the, of Scotland, I guess. It is suitable for vegetarians also. Oh. I think most beer is. I know wine isn't. Um, oh, how come? Yeah. It goes through a, I want to say it goes through like a, a fish mesh thing. I was something. gonna say. Oh. oh, you guys didn't notice they process wine through a cow's asshole. <laughs> Damn that, it! Don't quote me on that, but I think that that's a thing. That's just Chardonnay. Um, they yeah. process through <laughs> Chardonnay. That's definitely where it's coming because from. that's tastes like a. It was actually a, they were actually originally it was pronounced Chardonnay, and um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just for branding purposes they changed it. Yeah, and it's and still no one likes it. And, and the only way the uh, wine tastes good is if you kick the cow in the face every hour. So that's why. And I understand <laughs> vegans cannot have it. Right. Uh, they sponsored one of the biggest music festivals for quite a few years called Tea in the Park. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Which I thought was like for like tea, like T-E-A, but actually it's like tenants, I guess, in the park. Oh. Um, and also they were asked why they don't sell a low calorie version. And they tweeted back, we do, mate. It's called the half pint. Uh, makes so, sense. That's, that's cute. They're like, no, we're Scottish. We don't <laughs> believe in that. There is no low calorie beer. Yeah. There's no low calorie anything. Uh, some soccer facts. Uh, more than yeah. 3.5 billion people watched the last World Cup. 3.5 billion? That's like half of the world. That's incredible. Yeah. That's like half of what Elon Musk makes in a year. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's that's true. Just, just pennies on the floor. <laughs> um, uh, uh, this is a fact I had to double check because I didn't think it was true. But uh, world, so the World Cup has been going every year, every fourth year, sorry, since 1930. But only eight countries have won it. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So Brazil's won the most at five times. And yeah, it's and then, I think it's like Argentina. I won't go through them all, but oh, yeah, it's only eight countries. So wow, yeah, it's insane. That is insane. Uh, it is a the most popular game for kids and teens in Canada, and that's likely due to the affordability of the soccer kits. Right. Yes. If you, I'm Britain sure Brittany can tell us all like hockey equipment. Oh. Yeah, it's four thousand dollars per piece for some reason. They're like. <laughs> You just yeah. need so much you, equipment yeah, to play hockey. Yeah, you just hockey. need a lot, right? It's yeah. like in soccer, you need you need shoes, yeah, and shin pads, yeah. And, and you don't even need need shin pads if you're just like playing, kicking, you know, kicking, yeah, kicking a rock you, around. You handle people kicking you in the shins. Canada does not have a pro league for women. 
Oh no, which shouldn't what surprise me. But I might guess, change it? now that we've the yeah. uh, with the CPL. I think it'd so be great to have one Olympic gold. I know the women are the best. Like in yeah. Canada, I don't. Do and the men even get to go yeah. to the Olympics. No, the men don't ever qualify. Okay. I think they qualified the last like the Canadian men was in like '86. Right. Which yeah, they're an embarrassment, and then they're just like, oh, women's sports aren't they dumb? It's like, hey. Yeah. Guess what, guys? You don't rank among anyone. So apparently, because Canada is one of the top 10 countries in women's soccer. Um, and so most of the other top 10 countries do have a pro league. So it's right. not like it's just everybody in the world. It is just Canada doesn't seem to have one because they do have one in the States. Yeah. They have one in the UK. Um, that's all the ones I looked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, right there. I mean, that's. Yeah, that's and that's important. But I'm yeah, I'm yeah. hoping that there can be like a female counterpart maybe to like CPL. Yeah, yeah. that would be amazing. I actually I prefer I when I do watch soccer, I do like the women's soccer better. I don't know if it's just cuz that's what I grew up on playing. It and- sickens me to watch men play sports. Um isn't it revolting? I follow this Instagram account that's uh it's so funny and I forget what it's called. I should try to find it. Does like all the stereotypes It'll have like two people standing there, and they're just like, "Doctor, male doctor," <laughs> like, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then they're just like, "Oh, here's a scientist. Here's a male scientist," <laughs> and it's so funny because you just like realize how absolutely absurd it is. You say things like that. It's like, "Oh, did you watch soccer or female soccer?" Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. "Oh, did they play different sports? That's strange." Oh, yeah. Also, the person who, like, most hilariously calls people on this all the time is Sarah Silverman. Uh Um, And it is, like, a little uncomfortable because sometimes people are just interviewing her. They're like, so you're a comedian. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of gross. Don't do that. That's fair enough. (laughs) That is gross. And no one says that. They were like, why is it gross? She's like, "Eh, it's just like you need people to know that I'm just, like, a little less than you for some reason. (laughs) It's like you just needed everybody to be like, but is she doing it? <laughs> oh. Uh, but yeah, if I can, if I if I can find this Instagram account, I will link it in the um, will link mm-hmm. it in the notes. Please mm. do. It's pretty funny. Um, one last little fact, one little Scottish one that I had to get in here. In 1979, the Scottish Cup match between Falkirk and Inverness Thistle. Inverness Thistle is my family's home team, I think. Had to be postponed 29 times due to ice on the ground. Eventually, they just had to wait six weeks to finish this, like, cup match. Oh, my God. That is so precious. <laughs> so, it's nice that other people have uh, ice problems. Do we have we have ice problems just in life here? But, uh, yeah. That we do. Yeah. We do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went, yeah. went to a, one of the Cavalry games from the first season was like in november and it was honestly like minus 20 and a lot of the guys aren't from canada or even like alberta so you can tell the ones that were like from south america or like but they toughed it out but yeah Yeah. that was a tough one i found the instagram account you guys it's called the man who has it all (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's pretty good. It's just uh, what is it again? It's called the man who has it all, <laughs> and they just like uh, it's almost like the onion style. Like 
uh, headlines and stuff. Oh, okay, but it's all sweet. based around like it's basically like just switching misogyny. So it, you're just replacing like women with men. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, following immediately like to, i just yeah. read it says today's debate should we continue to train young male doctors who could later go on to have children <laughs> <laughs> oh sad but true yeah it's mm-hmm. it's kind of funny so i'm just gonna call it like men's soccer from now on like oh did you watch yeah. soccer or men's soccer yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> and we okay. should give a big shout out to the the Canadian women's team who are probably all yeah. listening. Yeah, no. Especially yeah. Christine Sinclair. Of course. My hero. She's amazing. <laughs> I'm sure she's listening to us. Um Great. well, you guys, what, how do you feel? We Great. really pretty good. We really stuck it to them this year this year, this this episode. <laughs> we haven't done uh, this is our first we took a little break. We recorded a bunch of episodes so that we mm. could take a little break. So yeah. uh now you're hearing us just try to piece it all together, huh? <laughs> really trying to well, make thanks it for work. having me on your comeback show. Not yeah. comeback. What's I don't know what the hell I'm talking coming. about. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. It's, Anytime. This is the uh come on your back show. We uh we left out oh. a word. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh well, that's I guess that's today's episode, you guys. We love you. Thank you for listening. We do this every week. Uh like, listen, subscribe. What else, Carla? Is there anything else we'd need people to Get know about on our patreon oh yeah did join our All patreon the cool kids are doing it most of the cool kids are into it bonus Get episodes on, it. on summer classic uh summer adventures let's call it yeah um and some stuff on the tragically hip we've got stuff on beer glasses actually there's a video on there you can watch us try to figure out which beer to put in which glass yeah it's a whole thing and uh, if you don't have any pocket money, fellas, you can ask your wife to borrow a few bucks uh, <laughs> and maybe join our Patreon. This is fun. That's in the realm. Of, that, that's the, the mode I'm in right now. Uh, we love you all very much. Thank you so much for listening. We will catch you next week. Bye. Thanks, ladies. Bye.